Hey folks, welcome to another episode of the Shire Salvos podcast. My name is Jack Clifton. I've got my lovely wife and co-host Claire Clifton alongside me. Claire, it's been a while since we've done the podcast together. Welcome to the beautiful podcast studio. Welcome to another episode of the Shire Salvos podcast. I know, it's great to be here. I was wondering if I wasn't going to get a call back or something. No, just kidding. I haven't been available, but it's great to be back um, on the microphone tonight. It certainly is uh, updating you on everything that's happening uh, and the life of Shire Salvos, uh, stuff happening at Menai, stuff happening at Miranda. Uh, we're going to have the sermon uh, from Sunday's service, Mark uh, Soper, talking uh, about the Ten Commandments and preaching from uh, the word of Exodus. Excited to bring that to you a little bit later on in the podcast. Mm-hmm. And of course, as we do each and every uh, episode in this podcast, we'll uh, keep you updated in the life of the church as well. Now, talking of the life of the church at both Menai and Miranda, let's uh, jump into it now and talk about what is happening at church. So lots going on at both Miranda and Menai. Uh, Shire Salvos uh, is uh, pumping with uh, lots of different things happening. Uh, but the first uh, th- notice that we want to talk to you about um, is that the 17th to the 23rd of May uh, is Happy National Volunteer Week. Now, volunteers are in all different sectors. They do amazing work, um, but the Salvation Army is particularly reliant on uh, volunteers and uh, us here at Shire Salvos know that as well. There's lots of people working uh, in the family stores. There's uh, people volunteering at church, people that volunteer their time on Sundays as well, um, uh, welcoming people, handing out masks, all those different things. So we just want to honor um, and love and respect you guys and really thank you for the wonderful work that you do and uh, the impact that you have on other people's lives that you might not um, always particularly uh, realize or be known about. Um, you do such an amazing job. So we wanted to be uh, the first to kind of jump in here on the podcast and um, tell you how great you are. And uh, I hope that, yeah, you feel honored during this week. Happy uh, National Volunteer Week from the 17th of May, Monday, uh, through until the, the 23rd of May. You guys uh, do such a fantastic job uh, for the Shire Salvos podcast. Or for, for, well, not, maybe not the podcast, but the um, well, we are volunteering, I guess. So maybe we can, <laughs> we, we can jump in on that, Claire. But uh, magnificent work the volunteers do at Shire Salvos. Absolutely. Thanks to our volunteers. And um, we've, we're recording this on a Sunday night. We've just had a fantastic Sunday service this morning. Um, you know, we'd had masks and no singing, but it was an awesome, awesome morning together in fellowship together. This coming Sunday um, is a Connect Group Sunday. So I encourage you, if you're not part of a Connect Group, jump on board, um, get involved. As um, as we've been following the story, um, that's our... Um, uh, the story is um, what we're going through all year um, and Shire Salvos through our Sunday services and yeah. connect groups. And it takes us through all of the Bible from front to back. And yeah, we're looking at sessions, session five or session six next week in our connect groups. Um, so yeah, really encourage you to jump on board. There's information about how to sign up in the newsletter or on the Shire Salvos website. Otherwise, you can contact the church office for more information. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, Elsewhere, we've got uh, the Red Shield Appeal coming up. Now, if you're at church uh, this week, then you would have heard from both Joel and Mark about uh, what is happening with uh, the Red Shield Appeal uh, this year. Now, there's a couple of of ways um, that you can certainly assist with the Red Shield Appeal for the Salvation Army and for Shire Salvos uh, this year. Uh, There is a digital door knock like we did last year when when, uh, COVID, I guess, was just starting and uh, we couldn't uh, really uh, go out and door knock. So there isn't going to be any physical door knocking uh, this year. Uh, But there is the digital door knock, so you can create your own fundraising page um, and then uh, you 
can join our team at Shy Salvos and uh, share your team page uh, in your network on social media on places like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. So that is uh, that is really helpful. But we also need volunteers to help collect. So you can give up uh, two hours at some of our static collection points uh, throughout the Shire on the Red Shield Appeal Weekend, which is the 29th and 30th of May. So less than two weeks away. Um, so signups are now available um, on our uh, in our Sunday services. Although considering we're uh, we're not going to be at church uh, this forthcoming week, it might be a good idea if you're keen to register um, by uh, contacting Joel Campbell uh, in the church office. You'll also speak to Kim Briggs and uh, also Mark. They uh, they'll be able to um, direct you there. But that can be a really good thing. Different places around the Shire, for example, Claire and I um, are going to be up at Super Barn at Gomier on Gomier Bay Road. Uh, there's I know Bunnings at both Kiriwee and Caringbar. There's some spots available there. Uh, there's the coffee van, I believe, at at, at church at Menai that's going to be um, uh, used as a static collection point there. Um, So yeah, grab a buddy, whether that's a a wife or a husband, brother, sister, cousin, friend, um, Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, help out the Salvation Army because uh, all money that is donated uh, to Shire Salvos stays in Shire Salvos. It's not going anywhere else. It's not going across to the North Shore. It's not going across to what the Salvos do in the city or out in the country. Uh, This is all to help uh, services in the Sutherland Shire and uh, the great work that happens at the likes of Menai and Miranda and Helensburg and the family store down at Ingedine as well. All of those great places um, are, are going to benefit from this money and can help people that are not only uh, less fortunate than ourselves, but people that might have been regularly uh, coming to, to church or uh, regularly um, uh, giving uh, themselves um, to the word, but have fallen on hard times with COVID and, and different things. So um, yeah, really mm-hmm. important for, for you guys to, to be helping out uh, in that way. And of course, um, yeah, if you're not going to do either of those, um, yeah, thinking about how much uh, you can give to the the uh, Red Shield appeal as well. As always, uh, if you jump onto the uh, Salvos website, you can find out more information about the Red Shield appeal as well, Claire. Yeah, thanks, Jack. So um, the other announcement that I wanted to let you all know about is Shire Salvo's Weekend Away. So this is called our muster camp. And I don't know about you, but I love a weekend at the beach and the northern beaches is beautiful. So I encourage you if you're keen to come along to that. Uh, It's June uh, 18 to 20. And registrations are all online through the Shire Salvos website. So that's uh, salvationarmy.org.au forward slash Shire. Yeah, it looks like a great weekend there, June 18 to 20 across at the uh, Collaroy Centre there on the beautiful northern beaches. Uh, now, you, if you're in church this week, you may have heard about uh, Mark Soper talking about the Drive for Life programs. This is a really great initiative that we're running out at our uh, Miranda Centre for um, the Salvation Army. Uh, we run a, a lot of really great welfare programs out of there. One of them is uh, Drive for Life. So it's helping uh, young people um, and other people uh, overcoming adversity to obtain their driver's license. Uh, these are people that might not have had uh, a stable adult in their life to be able to uh, teach them to drive and take them out for drives and different things uh, like that. Uh, but the program is looking for mentors that can help uh, fill some of the void there at Miranda. So um, the program seeks to provide positive role models, uh, but also to develop independent life skills while also improving employment prospects. And uh, the program is currently being offered in and around uh, this Shire area. But uh, volunteers are needed and mentors are needed. So uh, if that's 
something that interests uh, you, uh, the uh, Shire Selfers organisation is going to be running an info night on uh, Wednesday the 26th of May at 5.30 at their Miranda location. Um, so you can come along to that or if you want any more information, you can also contact the church office or you can um, yeah, you can uh, head to the, the website. There's some information there as well. Uh, but the info night, probably the best um, place to get um, maybe some hands-on information uh, about that. But if you're someone that has your license and um, have driven for a while or uh, you've, uh, you might be a, a bit of an older person, you've taught all your kids, um, this is a great opportunity to give back to the community, give back to young people. Um, you don't realize uh, the kind of impact it can have on them um, and how it can make them feel. The independence of having your license can be such a huge thing, particularly mm -hmm. for people uh, that have gone through um, some heartache or some tough times uh, in their life. So uh, yeah, make sure you're either contacting the church office or heading to the info night on the 26th of May. Uh, there's also um, ministry opportunities here at Shire Salvers, as Claire and I have spoken about in the last uh, month or so. Uh, there's different uh, areas of the church that need volunteers. Um, so I know there is uh, certainly help that is needed uh, in the uh, the child arena, but also um, in the welcoming uh, region um, uh, at church. So if that interests you, or if there's anything else that you're interested in, in volunteering, you might be interested in doing sound or video or whatever, there's always room for volunteers to help out at Shire Salvos. Um, so make sure you get in contact uh, with the office. Uh, Joel or Mark will be able to help you uh, with that. And also a reminder that all of this info and uh, anything else that's going on in the life of the church at Miranda Menai, uh, even stuff happening at uh, Helensburg and Ingerdine and different things, uh, is going to be on both the Shire Salvos website, which is shiresalvos.org.au, and also our Facebook page. So facebook.com forward slash Shire Salvos, or you can uh, just punch in Shire Salvos uh, to your Facebook search bar and you'll be able to find there lots of great information that uh, that comes up there to let you know what's happening on in uh, in the life of the church. Time for us to take our first break here on episode 12 of the Shire Salvos podcast. And on the other side of that, we're going to have Mark Soper uh, preaching to us from uh, the uh, sermon that uh, took place uh, on church, the last church service we had on the 16th of May. Uh, Mark's talking uh, from Exodus. He's talking about the Ten Commandments. Commandments, uh, all of uh, that uh, that uh, craziness that happened when uh, Moses went up and was uh, in the presence of God, and um, Aaron and uh, the rest of the followers thought it was a good idea to uh, throw all their gold necklaces and earrings and everything <laughs> else and uh, uh, try and uh, make a calf. But Mark, uh, yeah, is really poignant in uh, mm -hmm. what he speaks about uh, in this sermon, um, talking about uh, some things that uh, can certainly be a challenge to us. So certainly hope that you uh, get something out of this sermon uh, with Mark talking from Exodus. That coming up next here on the Shire Salvos podcast. I can hear the silence in the room. Ten Commandments. Going to get the whip out. Going to make you feel super guilty for all the mistakes you've made. I also just want to say, if you're finding hard breathing, you can take the mask off. There's a couple of you have got some red face. If you want, you can do that. That's okay. So if you find it difficult, you can take that off. But I want to talk about the Ten Commandments, and, but, but one of the things I'm going to unpack a little bit, but I want to tell you this. This was given in absolute love in its purest form. The Ten Commandments were given in love, in pure love, and often, and I'll put my hand up as the church, we have used the Ten Commandments to guilt people, to whip people into performing and acting as they should. And I want to say I'm sorry if ever the church has done that to you. 
because you are good enough because of Jesus. And nothing ever changes that. So today, some of you might get convicted of some things. And I would encourage you, you just go to Jesus. You are loved and you are worthy of his love through Jesus. You with me? So today, when you're, when you're hearing this, if you're convicted, this is not a, a, guilt, a guilt thing. This is something that I feel um, convicted about to share. Um, uh, last fortnight, we had Miriam Lewis come and speak, and she was amazing. Everyone's come and told me, a couple of people over here, they said, we need to get her on more often. I said, yes, yes, I'll try my best. But she's a busy woman, but she was fantastic. And she spoke about Joseph. She spoke at Joseph. Might not work out at the start how you, how you have planned. But God comes through if you continue to hold on to him. Then we looked at week four. Um, week four, and that was about Moses bringing the people out of Egypt. And you know, the parting of the Red Sea. And we find ourselves in week five, which is in Exodus 19 to 40. And we find ourselves where God's people are in, um, in front of Mount Sinai. Okay, through the mountain. And it's about three months after they've come out of Egypt. Okay, so that's where we find ourselves. And we've got God's people, they've been free. They said, yeah, we're going to follow you, Jesus. We're going to do all that. And what happens is he says, well, we're just about to go to the promised land, but maybe I need to give them some guidelines. Maybe I need to give them something that will help them along the journey. You with me? So this is where we find ourselves. We find ourselves in this story and we unpack that story. And then God hands down, God hands down the most quoted rules for society, laws, as you could say, known to humankind. And the first one and four, um, first um, commands one and four is more about our walk with God. And the commands um, five, to, five to ten are about um, others. And as we do, us humans, we confuse everything. And then over the um, Old Testament, we come up with 613 laws based on those 10. And then Jesus brings us back again. He simplifies it again. And he says, there's only two laws, love God, love others, and everything else comes under those. You with me? He simplifies it again. There's a beautiful part. But I want to ask you this. Why do you think, want some feedback? Why do you think God gave his people, the Ten Commandments. Why do you think? As a guide. As a guide. What else? Why do you think he gave them the Ten Commandments? They're the rules. Oh, Jesus, is, Jesus will get you into heaven. But, you know, but that's a guide to help us get there. You're right. What else? Yeah, he wanted us to be his people separated for him. What else? Yeah, to live a good, good Christian person. What else? Yeah, yeah. We would actually fulfill. And the what? Where, why, what I want to say: these commandments, and I want just a little slight twist, were given in absolute love. It was for blessing. It was for protection. It was for fulfillment that He gave these for us. 
but somehow we've twisted along the way. You with me? And the church, you know what? I can remember getting berated. And I used to go, go like sort of from church with my tail between my legs and thinking, oh, I'm never going to be good enough, you know? And I'm right, I'll never be good enough. But Jesus was good enough for me. He came to, to participate. Who likes um, board games? Okay, now, now have a look around. Now keep your hands up. Keep your hands up. Who likes board games? Look around at these people because they're few and far between. And, let me, and, and if, you, if you want to go and play board games, go and hang out with them. Because there's always one person in the family that loves board games and the other people don't like them, okay? Well, I've been playing Monopoly. I, um, I gave, took uh, Jude up to my parents' place for four or five days. And so we just like had two kids for, for a period of time. And oh, man, it was like a holiday. It was so good. We were playing like board games and all this. I've missed him heaps. It's great to have him back. Um, but we're playing Monopoly and trying to explain the Monopoly rules. You know, with, with uh, my daughters was interesting. But the key thing is this. You have to have rules to enjoy the game. You with me? You have to have rules to enjoy the game. And I believe we have to have guides in order to live life in a meaningful and positive way. Now I'm going to share, um, and particularly I'm going to talk about one particular um, command that I believe would see, see revival in the world. But at first one, I want to give you an example of what it would look like if people fulfilled another command. And this is not to beat up on anyone. And sometimes I think this is one of the ones we can, we can beat up on people, but here we are. What about the command of they shall not commit adultery? Okay. You know, they, today about 70% of marriages end up in divorce. And I'm not necessarily talking about that, but I want to tell you this. It, I'm talking about a committed relationship where sex is involved. Okay? That's a very stripped down um, definition, but I'll tell you this. And I want you to think about if sex, adultery is like fire. Okay? Think about it. Fire in a controlled environment is fantastic. Fire, I was at a, my brother's house last night and he had a fire and it warmed the home. It brought people together. Sex inside a committed relationship in a marriage will bless people. It will bring people together. But a fire out of control, a fire out of control. Fire is not bad, but a fire Sexual desire out of control causes damage and pain. Would you agree? You think about the bushfires. Fire out of control. And this is what it does. It destroys people and relationships. It causes harm to vulnerable people. And what happens is this fire then goes form in a different form. It goes into pornography. It goes into child abuse, human trafficking. The fact that when my, when my daughter wants to walk home from school, I'm anxious every time she comes in through the door. But imagine if everyone fulfilled, thou shalt not commit adultery, I wouldn't have to worry something happening to my child. You with me? That law that God gave was for blessing. It wasn't for control. It was for blessing. I can remember being in Amsterdam. Anyone been to Amsterdam? 
You've seen the red light district? And people, men and women sitting in like shop fronts where people could just go and, yep. I can remember going to the Soccer World Cup. We took a mission trip from here and then I. And the slogan for that time was stop the traffic. Stop the traffic. Stop women and, and children getting trafficked. And the, the Soccer World Cup is the largest event in the world. Speak of the Olympics. And thousands and thousands and thousands of women and children are flooded to those countries to have all sorts of things happen to them. Imagine if the world just was to feel that one. I can remember um, in the pandemic, um, the fastest growing industries um, was women's fans only pages. And for those just, I won't give you a brief um, education in this, but basically on social media, people um, would start an adult fans only page and people subscribe a monthly payment to view explicit material from a particular person that they would like. And I can remember watching TV. I've got my two daughters sleeping in, in bed. And they're talking about this. Um, they're promoting this, this business woman who's making millions through the pandemic. And I was sad because I thought, how many young girls are giving into the world's lies that your worth and value comes in what you look like and your body is something that you can sell because the truth is you are a valued and loved child of God and your body your body is the temple of the most high and sadly we get burnt society gets burnt when we don't fulfill and live out these commandments but I want to tell you something beautiful about God. Well, the commandments were written twice, the same, are written twice. And eventually, um, Moses is on the mountain. He's up there for, for six weeks. They've just come out of Egypt. They've just seen God do all these amazing things, parting the Red Sea and all this stuff. And get these six weeks, and the lightning's happening on the mountain, and they think Moses has died. And so they go, he's not a very good 2IC, Aaron, at this point in time. They go up to him, they said, Aaron. Come on, we don't know what's happened to Moses. We're going to give you all our gold earrings. We want you to make a golden calf and we're going to worship a golden calf. It's only been about six weeks, they reckon, in the commentaries. And then God says to Moses, you better go down. Your people have already turned. And he goes down and the commandment, the stones, it's broken. But the beautiful thing about God is he gets them to engrave it again. He gets to do it again. So you have always have a second chance with God. You are never finished. It is never broken. I'm never going to be good enough because you are good enough because Jesus was good enough. And through trusting in him, he will do an amazing work in your life. He makes you right. Are you with me? I can sort of cut the tension with a knife here. But I tell you this. This commandment that, I'm, that was just an example this commandment I believe is the greatest commandment I mean obviously love God and love others I'm talking about if we look at them I believe it would see revival in our nation and us as individuals and I believe this commandment is one of the greatest failures of the 21st century church 
And I believe this commandment is a failure, but the Salvation Army is great and does some great work. But in my experience of having grandparents or officers, my great, great uh, grandparents or officers, and my parents, and even being brought up in the Salvation Army, one of the greatest failures is this one of the Salvation Army, is this. Keep the Sabbath day holy. Keep the Sabbath day holy. And I want to unpack this, and I want to unpack it for you to understand that God is wanting you, He's wanting me, and I say this out of conviction because you know what? I haven't done this well. But I believe this is the great calling, the new calling that God is calling his church to come back to is keeping the Sabbath day holy. And it doesn't have to be a Sunday. It has to be one day set aside for time with God, intentional time with God. And he does it to bless. And I want to read it here. It says, um, it says, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. He's talking about keep it set apart, different from every other day. You with me? Different from every other day. And then he goes on in verse 9. It says, six days you shall labor and do all your work. He's saying six days and one day is fully dedicated for him. It says, and then in verse 10, but the seventh day is the Sabbath to the Lord your God. It's God's. It's God's. It says, on it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son, your daughter, nor your maidservant, um, nor your animals, nor your alien within your gates. Basically, like you and all your household should give one day to him. And I'll tell you this though. Verse 11, it says, for in the six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth and the sea and all that is in them, but he rested on the seventh day from the beginning of time. From the beginning of time, God gave a footprint of the rhythm of life. Work for six days and rest on the seventh. And why does he want us to rest? Why does he want you and I to rest? It's found out in the rest of the verse. It says this. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. If you could remember one thing from a message today, it'll be these four words. Blessing flows from Sabbath. And the church and individuals in the church have missed out on the blessing of God because it has refused to rest. And I want you to dream with me. I want you to dream with me right now. What would your life be? look like if you had a day dedicated to God if you gave yourself permission what would, you, what would your life how rich it would it be so many people are overwhelmed in life but God goes I gave you the formula work six days rest one day dedicated to me focused on me you know I was um, Lauren and I she teaches some Bible at a school and I was asking why doesn't Jesus talk about or in the New Testament they talk about the Sabbath they'll talk about all the other commands but they don't really talk much about the Sabbath and in all the reading we're finding out you know what you know why they didn't talk about it because it was a given it was a given that God's people would just rest and give one day to God 
But I want you to think about what would your life look like? How would your life be better if you were able to put together a day just for Him? If you gave yourself permission for just for Him? What would it look like? What would your life look like? You wouldn't, you'd start full and not empty. See, the start of the week starts from the Sabbath. You start from rest. You don't get to Sabbath exhausted. You start from rest. What else? Sorry? Relaxing. Relaxing. I feel just, I just need permission to stop and just do something for myself and just spend time with God. Ever feel like that? He's given you permission. He's given you an example. How else would your life be benefit? How would, how would it be? You'd be happy. The joy of the Lord is your strength, my friends. And when you spend time, He speaks to you. What else? Mental health. You know what? I reckon part of mental health is when you just need some space in our lives to think, to process, to be with the giver of peace. What else? You would You would know him more and you know what you would know his voice. And when you're in life thinking, what do I do? What do I say? What do I? he would he you just know. You'd get familiar with him. What else? Richer, a richer walk, more blessings. Everybody goes, oh, I want God to, to fill me. I was talking to Lynn about my message and just rolling it over with her. And she goes, often in life, Mark, she says, we just try to fit God into the cracks of it. But what's God saying from the beginning of time, one day is dedicated for Him. One day is dedicated to Him. And I'm thinking in my life, and I'm just telling you this, I'm putting a challenge out there. I'm going to do this. I'm gonna, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I am going to make one day a Sabbath for my family. You know, I think one of the greatest failures of me as leading your church is that we haven't spoken about this sooner. And this is not thing, it's nothing like guilt to get you to do more. This is actually to get you to do less. God wants to give you permission to do less. And He'll do more because you're doing less. You with me? He comes to bless you. He wants you to have a, a Sabbath because He wants to bless you. And when I was thinking of someone saying, Mark, sit down, rest. And you know what? I rob myself and I'll rob my kids if I don't model to them what it is to rest and give time to God. I believe the biggest revival will happen in us will be if we took a Sabbath. If we took, and you know what? It will be difficult. Laura and I, okay, our kids have got sport on this day and how are they going to do this? And what is that looking like? We're, we're working on it. But you know what? We will do it. And we may have to do some, maybe for some people, out there things in order to have that sort of day dedicated to, to God. But you know what? I won't regret it. You'll regret not doing it sooner. God's giving you permission right now. I can see it in your eyes right now. This is what you're thinking. You're thinking this. How good would it be to be able to rest? Man, I would love that time, just time. 
and not doing the chores and doing things, but like a day permission to rest. But also can see in your eyes, how am I going to make that work? But I want to tell you this, you will not lose. It will be the best decision in your spiritual life, in your family's lives that you'll ever actually go, oh, that's, that's the day that we do this. give you an example one of the things about when you take a day a week with God guess what will happen is people will notice people will notice you think what will they notice what happened when Moses went up and he came down and what was happened to his face was shining and what did they say people knew that he'd been with God what will happen is if we have a Sabbath if we have a day dedicated just to being with God doing things that we enjoy, going for a walk. But none of the chores, none of the hard stuff. If we did that, people would know we've been with God. But you know what? God would prompt us about stuff. God would fill us with His love, the fruits of the Spirit. And you know, from the Bible, if you look at the Bible, all the things in it are to lead us to a place of coming closer to God. And you know, even through this this story in Exodus, you know, um, we talk about the tabernacle, God's sort of dwelling place, in short. And what would happen when all the thousands and thousands of God people would be, when the cloud would come down and it would rest on the tabernacle, God's dwelling place, all the people had to stop. And they would stop. And then guess what happened? The cloud would rise up again, over, over and off the tabernacle, and God's people would start on the journey through the desert again. And then guess what happened? God's presence would come, the cloud would come over the tabernacle, and everyone would stop. For years and years, stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. It was a model to show His people that they need to stop and rest. Look at Jesus' example. All the people of needy people coming up to Him time and time again. And sometimes He leaves the needy people the needs. Can you believe it? This is Jesus, the Son of God. He leaves them and He goes and He rests. I think sometimes it wasn't that Jesus couldn't help them I think he just wanted to give us an example of how we should live life and we should live life out of our fullness and we've got too many of us me included living out of our emptiness and not with him you with me I'm going to encourage you um, right now just to close your eyes and we're going to have some time just to be still with God And this is just about getting right. If there's anything that you've been convicted of today, it doesn't have to be the couple of things I've mentioned. Just get right with God. God, I am sorry. I'm going to choose to be like you. But invite God into whatever He's convicted you about. Invite God into that space. Invite Him into that space. He comes to love you, to bless you, to protect you. Invite Him into that space.
just stay there with your eyes closed. I want to speak some words over you to affirm what He wants you to do. God is calling you, me, our church, to be to pursue a like a be ruthless in it to have a Sabbath. God wants to bless you. God wants to give you fresh revelation. He wants to renew you. He wants to fill you up. He wants to lift you up. He wants to encourage you. He wants to heal you and restore you. God has so much more He wants to do. This is one of the most neglected commandments and I believe He's calling us each to have a Sabbath. And right now, um, in a time of just worship, you, the mercy seat's available. If you just want to come and be come before God, you're going to have four or five minutes just sit in the presence of God. The team is going to sing just to be still and get a snippet of what, a, what He wants to do, the Sabbath, the blessing of a Sabbath over your life. So that was the sermon for this week from Mark, a very good, uh, a really good sermon there. It's always a pleasure to listen to Mark talk. Anyone that's been uh, involved with the uh, Shire Salvos uh, church for the last couple of years, yeah, Mark is uh, is very good. He knows the Bible uh, inside out and it uh, was a really encouraging talk and probably a sermon that... Uh, just kind of pricks your conscience a, little, a conscience a little bit as well, Claire, with different things that are uh, that are brought up, particularly with, with him talking about um, adultery kind of being a bit like a wildfire, um, and it can mm. sometimes get a, get away from us. And um, but the fact that yeah, sex is seen as a as a wonderful thing, I thought that was um, a, a really good point by by Mark and mm. even though we're not going to church uh, weekly at the moment it's so good to have these church services fortnightly and I know we spoke that we weren't able to sing and weren't mm. able to do what we normally do with church but so good to still be able to be fed the word by someone like Mark it was a, it was a really good service yeah. wasn't it yeah it was a great service and just um hearing this talk around the sabbath i think a lot of people even um after the service talking to people were really challenged with that that word around resting and um, – but I think it's definitely something that we need to work at um, including into our life. It's not about including it because it's not an extra thing. It's more about um, choosing what we add into our life and, and doing less um, but really spending that quality time with with the Lord. So, yeah, definitely a challenge for us, hey, for the, for the week ahead yeah. with our busy lives. But I think definitely something that's really worth it. And, yeah, great work, Sopa. <laughs> yeah, certainly challenging and we, we hope that uh, you um, listening get out um, as much as it is as Claire and I did um, being there in person mm. and uh, really great that we do get to put these sermons up and it can be a challenge during the week but also an encouragement. Sermons aren't just meant to be challenges for us in our Christian life. They can be an encouragement and we, we certainly recognise that there might be people uh, listening to this podcast that are feeling a little bit down and out and, and feeling a little bit wearisome from, from the week and work and, and different personal challenges going on so we hope that, yeah, it's uh, 
uh, it certainly encourages you and uh, listening to the word and, and clinging close to God um, yeah, brings uh, a change of fortune for you. But uh, a big thanks to anyone that has listened to the podcast tonight. Always great uh, to be talking about everything Shire Salvos and also being encouraged uh, in the word of God. Uh, we'll be uh, next uh, putting up a podcast in a fortnight's time, uh, but uh, looking forward to bringing you the word of God and also telling you what's happening in the life of the Shire Salvos podcast. Claire, great to have you back. Great job on the podcast back. tonight. Thank and you. Lots Thank of fun you. as always. It was great. It was good to be here. So that is episode 12 of the Shire Salvos podcast done and dusted. We'll see you in a fortnight.